St. Augustine famously said, you have made us for yourself and our hearts are restless until they rest in thee. St. Augustine talks about a human yearning, searching, a quest for God. And all through the Bible, we encounter these quests of human beings for God. Today, when John the Baptist says to his disciples, Behold, the Lamb of God, they immediately follow Jesus. These two disciples showcase this yearning, this thirst that they have for God. Behold, the Lamb of God to Jewish people meant more. They knew what a lamb was. They knew the sacrifice. And in spite of that, the disciples, who many believe were young teenagers, out of their youthful enthusiasm, they just followed. Sometimes when we get older, we lose these youthful enthusiasms. We think a lot before we follow. And it's not only human quest for God, but in today's Gospel we see God's quest for us, which is far more important than our quest for Him. Because Jesus asked them a question. He was the first one to ask a question. What are you looking for? And this was a great question. Imagine Jesus walking into the church today, asking each one of us, what do you want? What are you looking for? What will your answer be? Well, in many areas of our life, we know what we're looking for. Money, success, power, friends. But deep down we know that this cannot be an answer to Jesus' question. So, perhaps it could be peace, joy, meaning, purpose. And all of these are great answers. But what is the response of the two disciples? Their response is, Rabbi, where are you staying? They answer a question with another question. I mean, imagine somebody answering a question with another question. You know, many times I do it, can be annoying. Um, but why do they answer a question with a question? There was a young man who was a spiritual seeker and he goes journeying to a desert to visit an elderly monk. 
the elderly monk is sitting at the entrance of his hermitage and, and he has a dog which is lazily lying down close to him. So the young man asks this monk a question. Why is it, Abba, that some come to the desert, are very zealous in prayer, but leave after a year or so? while others, like you, remain faithful to this quest for their whole lives. The old man replied, saying, let me tell you a story. So he said one day he was sitting quietly with his dog, and there was a large rabbit that ran across in front of them. His dog immediately got up and took after the rabbit. It chased the rabbit with passion over the hills and mountains. Soon other dogs joined his dog. They were attracted to the barking of, of his dog. And it was a glorious scene to see a pack of dogs all passionately running through the mountains, through the fields. Gradually, one by one, the other dogs dropped out of the pursuit. They were discouraged by the hot terrain. And it was only his dog that continued to pursue the rabbit. And the old, man, old monk said, in this story is the answer to your question. So young man has a puzzled and confused look and then takes courage and asks the monk, what is the connection between this rabbit chase and the quest for holiness? The monk says you fail to understand because you haven't asked the obvious question. You should have asked, why didn't the other dogs continue on the chase? And the answer is they had not seen the rabbit. So discipleship begins with an encounter with Jesus. Andrew and his companion had the right instincts when they asked Jesus where was he staying? They knew that the answer to their yearning, to their quest was in that question, was in the person of Jesus. It was not about an idea, about wisdom, but it was a person. And they went and stayed with Jesus. So what did Jesus say or do that changed their lives? It was about who Jesus was than what he said that changed their lives. Because the following month, right after this encounter, Andrew goes looking for his brother. He does not tell his brother 
what he heard Jesus tell him, but rather he took his brother to Jesus. So Christian life is fundamentally about meeting a person versus finding answers to theological doctrinal questions while they may be important but that is not the essence of our faith. So how do you and I stay with Jesus? In the liturgy, in the sacraments, in the corporal and spiritual works of mercy that we do. And in all of this, we stay with Jesus. We stay with Jesus at Mass. It is the staying par excellence. The Mass has different paths. We have the Liturgy of the Word and we have Liturgy of the Eucharist. Imagine you go visiting a friend to his house or her house, what would you do? You would first have a conversation with them and then you would have a meal. We're doing the same thing here at Mass. The Liturgy of the Word is about a conversation. God is having a conversation with us. The Liturgy of the Eucharist is the meal that follows. But if we are not staying with Jesus, then we will not do what Andrew did. The first thing, bringing people to Jesus. And his response is immediate, enthusiastic. It's evangelical. Many of us here are catechists. And we have been entrusted um, with this responsibility of educating young minds in our faith. A question to ask ourselves is that, are we going to teach them doctrine, apologetics, um, you know, how to answer questions, or rather, are we going to bring them to Jesus? Well, everything else may be important, what is truly important is bringing people to encounter with a person in Jesus. And Andrew did not bring any ordinary person. Simon Peter is the first Pope of the Church. He's the Wicker of Christ. So we all know what it means to stay with Jesus. We know what it is like. We understand the Spirit of Jesus, His power, each one of us knows someone like Peter in our lives. Someone like Peter that we need to bring to Christ, to introduce them to Jesus. So let us ask for that grace today, to stay with Jesus. And if we do, we will be caught up in that spirit, and we will want to share him with the whole world.